0: Into A to Z Sports, powered by TennesseeTickets.com. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, at A to Z Sports. And you like our Facebook page, at A to Z Sports Nashville. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk show and network. And we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. We got to thank our sponsors for sure. And Rob, yes, this is social distancing, uh, A to Z style. This is our high-tech version of social distancing. But, again, got to thank our sponsors, because they truly do make everything happen for our show. For our business and you guys, including TennesseeTickets.com, Tickets.com, zero hidden fees, unlike those other websites. Tennessee tickets.com was where to go uh, for your Titan season tickets, that promo code AZ10. But if you called their phone number 615-970-1500. Uh, they will get you a better deal on Titan season tickets. So check them out. tickets.com is where to go. Renters Warehouse, the professional landlords in the Nashville area. RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. They can help you continue to create equity in that home that you already own. RentersWarehouse.com. Check them out. They do all the work for you. RentersWarehouse.com. And Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. One 15-minute workout at Mandu, a full-body electronic muscle stimulation simulates five-plus hours in the weight room. We'll give an update on Mandu's situation later on in the show as uh, more has come out from uh, not only Mayor Cooper but also Governor Lee in the state of Tennessee about what he's had to do with several businesses, uh, the the safe, safer-from-home uh, Nashville order that w- went out yesterday that was put into effect today. So a lot of – safety precautions taken here by A to Z and by Mandu and, and all of our sponsors with the coronavirus. But Zach, before we dive into Titans Talk, because there's a lot to get to, because me and you have not talked about, ten, we've talked about Hill's contract. That's it. We've barely touched on the Derrick Henry franchise tag. But after that, Jarrell Casey's trade, Vic Beasley, the thoughts of uh, really, what Judavian Clowney would be. Logan Ryan's still out there. Dennis Kelly is back, but Jack Conklin is gone. We have not talked about any of this stuff. Uh, but first, give the uh, give the, the the A to Z family an update on on really what kind of happened with you. Uh, last week and, and what your week kind of turned into?
1: Yeah well first and foremost a lot of people say you know, I do not have coronavirus okay then uh, it's understandable that people would think that because I've been gone but I do not we have just we're just practicing what our national mayor has kind of put out there and, our, and the governor saying social distancing we're trying to keep it safe because I think us like everybody in the world we want this thing to be over with but no, the reason why I was out last week, unfortunately, and, and, you know, on this show, we try to open up, we try to disclose uh, some of the things that happen in our lives because we do have a connection with you guys, and unfortunately, uh, as some of you know, and I've told a little bit of the story, uh, but my mother passed away last week after a long eight-year battle with dementia, so uh, it was a tough week for me last week, and I'll be honest with you, it's been a, it's been a tough eight months, and... I will, I will say this, um, over the last eight months, I've, I've probably lost the four most influential people in my life. Uh, my grandfather died in July, my dad died in September, my grandmother died in February, and my mom just died last week. And that's heavy, right? That's a lot. Uh, but I think what I would ask you guys, because I've learned a lot in the last eight months, is today, at some point, especially because of the world we live in, Presently, just find some time to call your mom, call your dad, call your grandparents if you are able, and do just do that for me because I am no longer able to do that, and I, I don't know, I, I really realize that more than ever today and moving forward. So I, I do appreciate all the the sincere uh, comments that you guys are throwing out there because it has been tough, but do that just. Call your parents or call your grandparents for the hell of it, because you need to. Because there will be a time where they you won't be able to do that. So uh, as we move forward on this show, let's get to some funner, happier times. This is this show is something that kind of pushes me forward, has got me through the last eight months. So Austin, let's go and dive right into on Clowney. And I want to start by this: we put out this on our social media for on Clowney. How much does it mean? Madden on their TikTok, which I know you're on TikTok all the time, Not throwing really. out Jadevion Clowney in a Titans jersey. First of all, that's a mistake, right? Because he hasn't done anything. Second of all, does it mean anything? Well, that's interesting because we were tipped off
0: by uh, Adam, one of our interns, that the, the TikTok clowny video was out there. And so we spread it on social media. It's got Got a lot of attention. And then I think because of that spread, and it wasn't our video again, we didn't specifically find that video. So uh, I forget that there was a weird Twitter handle of who put it out there. So I can't necessarily pronounce that. But um, Madden actually took that down shortly after it started to get legs on Twitter and social media. Madden took it down off their own TikTok, which I found interesting. And then Bizarro PK on Twitter, I, I, as I was monitoring. The, the, the fallout from the Judavian Clowney Madden video uh, Saturday night because I had nothing else to do besides finish the eight hours of, t- of series I was watching. I, I noticed that P- Bizarro PK said that Madden actually leaked the Titans jerseys two years ago. And I don't recall that, but I do find it interesting that Madden did that for a reason. And they did that with like three or four other big name players in the NFL of changing their jerseys. The video started with Todd Gurley as a Ram. He changed into a Falcon. Then it went Clowney from a Seahawk. He changed into a Titan. Then I believe it was Darius Slay went from a Lion to an Eagle. And then there was some. There was a couple others later on. But I, to be honest, I lost focus once I saw the Judean Clowney switch from a Seahawk to a Titan. I thought it was interesting. I think it's something, but like, does Madden actually get things before they come official? And, and I, and I, I don't use TikTok, So I don't know if they were just doing that just to create a stir or if they loved it. Yeah. Um, Deandre Hopkins went from a Texan to a Cardinal says Domsky and Melvin Gordon also changed as well in that video. So interesting to see how that happened. I think it, I think it means something. I think there's something to it because Madden wouldn't have done it if there was nothing to it, because everybody else on that video besides Clowney was official with their new team. And Clowney wasn't, and he moved on from the Seahawks in that video. I think it means something. And there's a reason why Madden took it down as well. So I guess I'll answer your question with that.
1: No, see, I, I think it means nothing. I think it was a glitch. I think, think it was a Madden nothing. error. Yeah, no, no, it, doesn't, how mean, is it, a it doesn't mean it it doesn't mean anything because it's, it's actually a, a player signing with a team. Madden has no inside information of John Robinson's talks, possible talks, as you've kind of heard a couple of teams swirling out there for Clowney. But I think the reason why it means nothing to me is because, and it all goes back to Jadeveon Clowney's price tag. Once I started hearing rumors that he wanted $20 million a year, that's when I was like, this dude is 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 crazy. Like that that number doesn't make any sense to me. Like I I, I get that the industry is changing, that inflation happens, but twenty million dollars and this kind of leads us into our first question for all of you guys out there watching at home, and that is how much are you willing to pay Jadavion Clowney to go to the Tennessee Titans? And also, I think it's a great question because. 20 million, I'll just go ahead and answer, it's not 20 million for me. I'll have another number. But 20 million is absolutely and utterly ridiculous. That's when, and I think that's the singular reason why Judevion Clowney, the premier pass rusher, at least one of, in this free agency, is not signed yet. Well,
0: okay. So, 20 million I think is ridiculous and and I, I agree with Domsky and, and some others. that There's no way that could have been a Madden glitch, that they did that on purpose. Like, they there's a reason why they did the Jaden Clowney thing on purpose for whatever reason. But it's bad
1: information. It's wrong information.
0: Right. But they, I mean, they did it though. Like somebody told them jaden That was Clowney.
1: incorrect. It that looks not- bad on Madden. It does. That's why
0: they took it down. But they did it for a reason. Uh, so that's interesting. So let's get to that question that you threw out there. How much are you willing to pay Javin Clowney? Because I have a feeling specifically on Zach does not have the Periscope comments. I have those in front of me, so I'll make sure to monitor those so you guys are heard this morning in our new setup with uh, our our social distancing A to Z sports here this morning on a Monday. But how much are you willing to pay Judevian Clowney uh, if to come be a part of the Tennessee Titans? But first, let me tell you guys about TennesseeTickets.com. That is where you should turn for any of your Titans tickets. Titans season tickets are available right now at TennesseeTickets.com. So check them out and call their phone number because if you call them, that's where you're going to get your best deal. 615 970 1500. Again, 615 970 1500. TennesseeTickets.com is where to go. TennesseeTickets.com, proud title sponsor of us here on a to z sports zach i will let you take it away with some facebook comments
1: yeah so let's start with rick rick's got a good comment he says one million per sack twenty million dollars equals twenty sacks he could be on board for that well he
0: that that means he would have made three million dollars last year with his total three sacks
1: yeah joey said but he did have a bigger impact for the seattle seahawks than just those sacks uh joey says 15 to 17 million dollars uh William says uh, we should have kept Casey, which we will discuss a little bit later on in the show. Alton says 17 million tops. Evan says pay him a one year deal for 12.5. I don't think the Titans get him for that. Matthew says 15 million. Ryan says 15 to 17 million for three years. Guy says 15. Um, let's see. Uh, Patrick says, I agree with Zach, isn't worth the $20 million mark. Lee says 10. Got a lot of different numbers rolling in here. Nathan says $15 max. Amos also goes with that $15 million number. Nicholas says $20 million, probably the lowest he will accept. And that brings up a pretty good point is what is he willing to take? Because his value, he feels that his value is at an all-time high, right? This is his big contract year being the number one pick dating back from that. Michael says 17 million. Steve says 15. A lot of different numbers rolling in from 15 to 20. Austin, I will ask you the question that we've asked everybody else: How much are you willing to pay Jadeveon Clown?
0: All right. So Lance says pay him a little more than what Fowler got. Fowler got three years, 48 million dollars. Easy math says that's 16 million a year from the Atlanta Falcons, who dumped Vic Beasley, and the Titans signed Vic Beasley for one year nine and a half million dollar deal with some incentives to get him up to 12. So here's how I view this Judavian clowny situation, because Buck talked about this last night on A to Z Sports Primetime, uh, about how Buck is hearing that the Titans are trending towards out of it. So th- let's think about, keep that in mind. But then he also played a video from Adam Schefter that I think is really true because Adam Schefter talked, I believe it was either Friday or Saturday about how, the big money in NFL free agency, like if a player wants to hit their ceiling and if they want to go out there and be the highest paid guy, at whatever position they're at, that happens in the first three days that happens during the negotiation window. And then it becomes official on the first day of the new league year, which was Wednesday. Now, once you get into Friday last week, and then now moving forward, which right Monday morning and Jadavian Clowney is not signed his market in that dollar figure is only going down. So how much how much further down is it going? The franchise tag for an edge player like Clowney is like 15 and change. So Jadavian Clowney is not going to get $20 million a year. Dante Fowler, I think, is, is kind of comparable here with 16 a year. And I'll say this, about $20 million a year. The Titans have remaining to spend on veteran free agents about $21 million. I've removed... The salary cap pool. I've included um, all of the contracts that came out last week. Tannehill, Henry, Casey out. Vic Beasley in. Dennis Kelly in. All those changes. Uh, Michael Pruitt. Uh, you know all the things that happened last week. They got about twenty-one million dollars to spend on veterans. Again, Jadavian Clowney. They have to. They have more holes to fill, like a backup quarterback, where they can't go out there and spend eighty-five percent of the remaining cap on Judavian Clowney. So I know with a with a multi-year deal, John Robinson can maneuver around the cap hit to make that work, like he did with Dennis Kelly, where Dennis Kelly's first year of cap hits like three and a half million dollars, even though he's making an average of seven per year with his new deal. But with Judavian Clowney, that cap hit can't be that big. And so I think 16 and a half is where it's going to be for Judavian Clowney. Cause I, I I feel like or six, I think the Dante Fowler number is really the 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 spot that you have to kind of land on if you're Jadavian Clowney, where it's over the franchise tag, which he put in a clause in his contract with the Seahawks after the trade that they cannot tag him. And so it's more than the franchise tag. You're going to get a multi-year deal, and it's still more than Dante Fowler got on the market when Dante Fowler, and the box score at least, outperformed you last season.
1: Yeah, so well, do we talk about the storylines? You have to have a storyline coming out of that contract, especially if you are a premier player like Jadavian Clowney. And as we know, I mean, this is this is where the the Brinks truck gets backed up to. This is his time to actually get paid a a long term deal. He doesn't want to go the way of Vic Beasley on a one year contract worth twenty million dollars. I, I, he would rather have three years for the 16 and a half or 17 price. Then I do think you're right, Austin. I think that makes the most sense if you are going to put that money if you're the Titans, right? And you you said the cap space. I do think John Robinson can maneuver a little bit around that. But this is going all in. If the Titans do in fact choose to offer and try to get really attacking the biggest flaw on their team from a year ago the reason why they lost the AFC championship game is they couldn't touch Patrick Mahomes because they didn't have a pass rush they had nobody that the offense had to scheme against and block Judevion Clowney I think can do that I don't know if Beasley and Harold Landry is just the easy remedy Okay, so George actually just asked on
0: Periscope a couple minutes ago, and I think it's interesting. And Titans for Life says that Clowney is overhyped. He hasn't been this impactful in several years. George asked or brought up, he goes, like, sign, in George's opinion, signing both Vic Beasley and Clowney does not seem practical to him. But you have to remember, there is no Drell Casey in this defense. And Jarrell Casey, towards the end of last season, when Jeffrey Simmons was back and in, was in the full swing of it, after coming back from his ACL injury that happened while he was training for the draft, Daryl Casey was actually playing towards the outside. He was not an edge guy, but he was close to an edge guy. And so I think you're looking at, at, at a lot of different movable parts on the defensive front, because we all know one of Mike Vrabel's favorite words is multiplicity. And I think bringing in Vic Beasley, to have with Harold Landry, now your true edge is set, right? And Vic Beasley is a better coverage guy than what the Titans have had at that position really at, since they've changed to a 3-4. Like, Derek Morgan was not very good at coverage because he was a 4-3 guy. Brian Arakpo...
1: Actually, he did pretty damn good at coverage at times.
0: Considering considering changing, but Vic Beasley's better than Harold Landry in coverage. He's better than Kamala Correa in coverage. He's better than any of those guys. When it comes to actually dropping back into coverage, and so I think that helps. And, and Jaden Clowney turns into an absolute like wild card piece. Is he can play it down the middle? He can play on the you know five technique. He can play outside. He can play all over. So the what place. does
1: he want? What does he want to play? Because well, I, I he has all the power.
0: He does. He, he has a lot of power. And and I've heard people in Bucks talk to people before too. In conversations that we had last week. That say that Seattle misused Yudavis and Clowney in their in their defense last year, which is why he only ended up with like 31 tackles and three sacks. You know, if because they kept him in that one spot. You go back and you look at the last year uh, that he had under Vrabel when Vrabel's DC, and even when Vrabel was there before he was the DC, Clowney was being moved around in so many different positions, and you never that's the whole thing with Watt. Clowney and Whitney Merciless when those three guys were healthy for the Texans they were all over the place and you didn't know where they were going to line up they kind of used them like the Titans used Kyle Vandenbosch with Albert Hainsworth for a couple years during those during that run where sometimes Vandenbosch would line up inside and, and Hainsworth would be outside and they would do stunts and games and all that type of stuff so I think Clowney makes them more versatile and now you're talking. We're going off of George's comment of signing Beasley and Clowney does not seem practical. You need as many bodies as you can eyes up front, and then you have rotational group behind them of actual like hand down defensive linemen without Jerrell Casey. Then you've got Clowney, Landry, and Beasley along with like the Derek Roberson. Uh DeAndre Walker coming back from injury and then Reggie Gilbert who are all under contract. Now you've got a bunch of guys who can cycle in and out and it's
1: a pretty keeping... big drop-off though. <laughs> sure,
0: it is a big drop-off. But but all we're talking about, like, but now you've got you've got three guys in Clowney, Landry, and uh, Beasley, who sometimes two are gonna be on the field and one's gonna be taking a break. So I think you're you're allowing your guys to be fresh, as fresh as possible
1: on the You mentioned this. Mike Vrabel, defensive coordinator for Jadevian Clowney when his uh, when he was D.C. for Houston. Obviously, the relationship between John Robinson, Mike Vrabel, and Tom Brady didn't put that over the edge to, to get well, him to come to Tennessee. Do you think that that is a factor in going after Clowney? Or is that well, just a yeah. reason why he's on the short list? Well, I think
0: the, the Brady thing, it's the Titans viewed – Ryan Tannehill is a better quarterback option than Tom Brady at this point in time. And that's where they landed there. But I honestly think the clowny Vrabel relationship should absolutely help the Titans. Let's think about this. Remember, when was the first time you got a glimpse into Mike Vrabel? The first time we all got introduced to Mike Vrabel, the coach was a hard knocks from five plus years ago with the Houston Texans. Jadavion Clowney was the number one overall pick. He just had that knee surgery. And so what was he doing? He was working off by himself with Mike Vrabel one-on-one in hard knocks cameras, took us inside to that, uh, to that process, which is the same thing that Mike Vrabel does here with all the guys who are returning from injury. And so that's what we saw. That's the first time we saw Mike Vrabel as a coach and of how closely those two guys worked together because of Clowney dealing with that knee injury early in his career. And then his best season, nine and a half sacks, was Rabel's one season as the Texans-DC. And statistically, the the Texans had a bad defense. Why? Because everybody besides Clowney got hurt that year. Like, he actually stayed healthy. Everybody else got hurt. And they had, like, the worst defense in the NFL based on statistics. And we've all seen what... Vrabel has been able to do with Dean Pease in this defense the last couple of years. They've been a good defense, and they've been able to be a good defense without having a dominant pass rusher. They've been doing it by committee. Hell, Logan Ryan has 11 sacks in his three years as a Titan as a cornerback. That's crazy. He had four and a half last year. So they've been doing it so many different ways. I think having Clowney along with Landry, Beasley, Simmons, Daquan Jones, that just makes everybody else better in the defense, including Rashawn Evans and Jalen Brown, your, your inside linebackers.
1: Right, I don't know when Clowney is going to sign. I would assume here in the next couple of days. You figure that it would move quickly. Another guy who has not been signed in this second wave of free agency is Logan Ryan. Obviously the Titans and Logan Ryan, the reports have come out that he wants 10 million a year or more because that he thinks that's his value. Jadevion Clowney thinks he wants 20 million because he thinks that's his value. Would you rather overpay for Jadevion Clowney or rather overpay for Logan Ryan right now?
0: Well, it's funny you said you asked that because we actually had this conversation briefly last week, Zach. Buck and I did. Um, and
1: cause I, you're overpaying for both of those guys. You're well, not like, I like think Logan Ryan's not that, worth, I'll just say this. I do not believe that Logan Ryan is worth another 10 million per contract that he got three years ago.
0: Well, I think the same thing that Adam Schefter said about, about Jodavian Clowney. Absolutely. He does. And well, and I think the, the thing that's hard with this is Judavian Clowney does have injury history. And so physicals have become a task. Uh, right now when it comes, because that's what, look, nobody wants to make less money than that would be.
1: Well, and and Tyler brings up that Logan Ryan's a locker room guy, and that's absolutely correct. He is a locker room guy. And so you have to value that. This is something that maybe Mike Vrabel knows that we do not, is or can Jadavion Clowney be? Because one thing we do know is Jadavion Clowney goes out and plays hard. Like that well, guy he, is he has been known to a take, take plays off. Not recently.